listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Um, so over the weekend, I uh, took my family camping with uh, with Grandma and Grandpa and, and some other extended family and had a great time. Um, but while we were there, I I spent the night, one of the nights, in a hammock. What? I know. What you did not. And I'm a rebel. What? Yeah. I'm you know you those were, are only uh, for relaxing. I'm extreme. Only. Only. Relaxing. You cannot sleep. You're too old to be in a hammock, too. I know. That, too. I think that it's like 20, oh. 29 and under or something like that. Right. Oh. Yeah, so I did. And I know it's not right, but I did it anyway, and I liked it. Oh, even worse. Right. You liked it. So um, <laughs> so what we want to talk about today, because I know, you know, for a while, hammock camping and hammock backpacking was like a, a real trendy thing. and um, did, did that end? Oh, well, I don't I know. I think it's still a thing. Is it, it, yeah. I know it's still a thing, but is it as popular? I remember at one point we were selling like, like dozens of like a dozen hammocks a week or no, something. No, we kind of had to give some away last year, so yeah, we're, so we're then, not selling them like we used yeah, to. Yeah, okay. So, but anyway, hammock backpacking and hammock camping. Um, Chase, you've done a little bit more of that than I have. I have spent a total I'm of super three. Super trendy. You are. Yeah, well, look, she. Wait, I feel like you guys are knocking this. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. I've spent a total of three nights in a hammock. And okay, you, I've you, spent way more than that. Right, okay. So you can speak to this a little bit more. But let's talk about the pros and cons of a hammock for uh, as, your, as your main shelter, I guess. Totally. And, and also maybe what gear you need to make it a good experience. Because I've talked to plenty of people who go out hammock camping for the first time and come back and say, I froze my off. Yep. And uh, so there's a, there's techniques. You got to do it right. Yeah. Right. Well, I just I want to say before we start all this, I have had some of my best nights ever camping, like best nights sleep ever camping in a hammock. On the opposite, I've had some of my worst nights <laughs> I've ever slept in the outdoors in a hammock. Um, so yeah, let that sink in. You can sleep good in a hammock, but it can also be absolutely 100% miserable. Because. Well, just like. I think there's like a lot of factors. One is if you're sleeping with a pad in your hammock, sometimes if it gets situated right, it's great. But if it's not, I feel like I spend all night trying to get my stupid sleeping pad situated Indirect. within the hammock right. so it works right. Well, the first question would be why do you have a pad in your hammock? And because I think that a lot of people don't realize because if you just use your hammock during the day, you don't realize how cold and how much air goes flow goes underneath on your back and that's exactly what i'd use it i had an insulated ham or insulated um <clears throat> sleeping pad that i'd sleep with and it definitely made it warmer and i had some nights that i slept great um 
but yeah the, the wrestle is just not great and it does make it a little bit less of a banana shape so you can sleep a little bit better because it's more of a firm surface um, what about some of the hammock pad specific products out there i think climate has one i think that if you want to get one of those great <laughs> i wouldn't spend the money to get it um well one i i wouldn't do hammock camping if it's going to be cold if it's mm. going to be cold outside i just sleep in a tent um the best night's sleep i've ever had in a hammock we were down in havasu pie and we didn't it was so warm outside i slept in my hammock without a pad because i didn't need that protection and i slept so good so I realized, like, if it's going to be warm, I can sleep in a hammock and be fine. But I don't sleep well in a hammock if I have to have a pad in there. It just doesn't, to me, it just, it's just this wrestle of, and then there's too much of the hammock what on the What about, like, a, a big Agnes ba uh, sleeping bag where you can lock that pad in underneath and it stays still? That that might do. I, I'm sure it would work better. But I still just think having a, a pad in the hammock, like, and some people make it work great. I have friends that it, it works great and they don't ever complain. They sleep great. But I'm, I'm not one of those guys that can sleep anywhere at any time. Um, I have to be comfortable to sleep. Unless we're podcasting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I can crash. Dude, like in a heartbeat. He's like <laughs> mid-sentence. So, and then do you have to have a two-person to I, sleep a single person? I think in... it makes it way easier to have a two-person, yeah. especially if you're going to use a pad. Um, if you're not going to use a pad, I don't know if it's really necessary. I don't know if it's worth the money and it's also heavier. But if you're going to use a pad, hands down, get the two-person because you need that extra material in there to support it. Anyways, yep. Greg. Oh, my my experience is the same. Now, all three nights I've done it, it's been car camping. And so I can, I can, you know, put whatever I need in there. I don't have to haul it. And so... You know, if you're if you're backpacking, you're trying to go light. You take your hammock. You've got your sleeping pad, your bag, maybe a tarp or something to go over it in case it rains. Um, but when I'm car camping, so for example, this weekend, be we were packing up our stuff, and I was checking pads and realized we were one pad short, one sleeping pad short for our family because a couple of my pads have holes in them that I haven't fixed yet, and so. Um, we had three good pads and four people. So I had some a leftover roll of carpet padding in um, in my basement because we've got a new home and, and stuff. And so I just cut off a, a section of carpet padding that I could fold it back on itself and have kind of a double layer of carpet padding about the size of a sleeping yeah, pad, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. And threw that in. And so then when I went into the hammock, I, I laid that in the hammock and it like filled up the whole whole hammock so there was no rolling off the pad and it it was soft enough that it kind of conformed to the shape of the hammock and and I slept great I was warm it was comfortable didn't roll off it during the night so that was awesome so the secret is carpet padding yeah, carpet like, well, now we know <laughs> yeah. I've been doing it wrong the whole time yeah. now I wouldn't take the carpet packing padding backpacking because it's heavy, bulky, all those things. Don't want to get it wet. Right. So, um, it's true. It's black mold the next day. <laughs> it's like the next day. Yeah. You're hiking out with just black mold. <laughs> um, so the other time that I've slept in a hammock, I actually slept on a Thermarest sleeping pad. And I got it. I was, I had borrowed a hammock from a friend and, um, 
and this hammock it was a hennessy hammock i think was the okay. brand mm -hmm. um but this hammock was sewn in a way that you slept diagonal in it yeah and when you sleep diagonal it, it lays you a little bit flatter and it kind of holds your pad in place a little better and stuff and i actually didn't have an issue like rolling off the pad and stuff but he kind of coached me on how to do it because he had spent tons of time and sleeping in hammocks and he taught me all the tricks to making sure that you stayed on your pad at night and all those things and so i actually i slept really well that night it, it did help that it was a mild night so even if i had rolled off it wasn't like instantly freezing freezing yeah. my rear rear off or something and so so that was good and then the third time again was car camping um same type of thing i used a trying to remember what type of pad it was a it was like a closed cell foam pad but i might have even had like a double pad or something i don't know but anyway i just kind of lined the whole hammock with a pad and so i couldn't roll off all three nights was there a fourth night i think just the three nights i think all three nights i slept really well but i was car camping so i had some additional what about wind features. like if it's a windy night and uh how does that affect hammocking hammock camping i've never had any too too windy of nights so i can't really speak to that one i have had one night that we were hammock camping and we had a tarp set up above us and it started to pour rain and like dump and the water was like there's this little i don't know if it's a branch or something but it was sticking underneath the tarp and it was just like a waterfall streaming right into my my <laughs> my hammock, and I didn't know a thing was happening. And oh, all of a sudden, no. I feel I feel my back's wet. I'm like, oh no! And it's just at that point, my whole sleeping bag was soaked, uh. everything. And I was like, well, so I packed up and I hiked out. <laughs> Are you hiked serious? Back. We we were all like just over it because oh, we had all gone soaked. The tarp was not set up well. So it was like 3 a.m. We all packed our bags up and we hiked out to the car and drove home. So was this a hammock-specific tarp or you just... No, it was a tarp from Smith & Edwards, I think. Like, my buddy just brought his tarp and we set yeah. it up and we thought we were good and two of us were drenched and the other one was not drenched but wasn't sleeping because it was raining so hard. I thought you were going to say the other one was just snoring away. No. <laughs> There's one dude, the smart one of the, gr the group, brought a tent and he's in his tent. And it's we're like, all... where's everybody going? Literally... <laughs> He like woke up. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "We're leaving." He's like, "I'm not leaving." And he just went back to sleep. <laughs> no <and> way! <laughs> got up in the morning, had breakfast, oh, and left. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> but oh, I've, I'm, I'll tell you what. I have had some miserable nights in a hammock. I've also had some really good ones. But I think, like when it comes into the weight savings, I've only done it when I'm actually backpacking. I've never done it just car camping. Okay, so how how worth it is it for the weight savings? To me, it's not really like you're. When I take a two-man, like, take the last couple of years I've been using the Big Agnes Tiger Wall 2 Platinum, which weighs, like, under two pounds. You split that up between two people, you're carrying a pound or less of weight. My hammock with hammock straps weighs more than that. So, to me, it's, real? it's not a weight savings. And you can mm. get ultralight hammocks. I don't have one of those. Mm. An ultralight hammock. And then, like, when you're out backpacking, you have to find two trees that are great for it. Um it's, I think it's honestly easier to find flat ground to throw a tent on than it is to find well, we did two a trees canoe there. trip and one of the guides only brought a hammock and he and it was in the desert in the middle of Utah and he's you gotta like 
look for rocks everywhere yeah i mean this one the one night he was like way the hell up there i'm like well and it was gonna rain you know it's it's they have a purpose like they are cool but i think it's to me my hammock is used like oh we're gonna go to a fire tonight let's go set up a hammock we can chill in the hammock or whatever it's not i don't use it backpacking or camping just because of the a tent is always reliable you know you can set up a tent you can find a flat place if there's rain you throw throw the rain fly on it's it always works it's tried and true you don't have to search for trees a hammock <laughs> it's if it's gonna rain you have to go through all the work to set up a tarp and then now when you take a tarp for your rain fly that's even more weight so the weight savings for me isn't really it's worth it and i i sleep 85 percent of the night i sleep great in a tent 50 50 in a hammock and i'm yeah you can get lightweight tarps though you yeah think. you can you can get really lightweight tarps for sure um i just obviously you know where i stand i'm not a huge hammock camper just because of the uh it's hit and miss it might be a great night's sleep and it might work great or it might be terrible and then bugs yeah they do have the bug screen things that you can buy for hammocks but where you can just sleep in a tent <laughs> and it has a built-in one you know so yeah there's the same person that let me borrow his hammock um he he had a different hammock and i forget what the the brand was but it was like an ultra luxury jungle hammock whatever with a built-in tarp and bug bug shield and and a storage place underneath and so like he could have everything that he was taken with him off the ground under the tarp completely protected from bugs completely completely protected from rain and everything but the hammock itself was for one person weighed like three and a half pounds or something like that and so it's like well that's the same weight as a moderately lightweight tent for two yeah and so um anyway at that point he liked it because he slept really well in hammocks and he didn't sleep as well on the ground so i thought yeah well that's great if that's what you want then there's no problem with that but um if you're doing it for the weight savings tents are getting so light these days that maybe it's really not that much of a weight savings exactly so one question i have then and maybe you haven't used used this and i've i haven't either i just wonder so people use under quilts on their hammocks instead of a pad and that makes more sense to me, although mm-hmm. they're expensive, because they're lightweight. They, um, you know, you, you can't roll off them in the middle of the night and stuff. And so, what are your thoughts on under quilts? I think as I was talking, um, I was actually thinking about that Western mountaineering under quilt. Yeah. That I think is really cool. So I, it goes under the hammock. Yeah, under the yeah, hammock. It clips on the sides of the hammock and then just hangs underneath. So it's like you have a sleeping bag under you, mm-hmm. I guess, under and the then hammock. you use a sleeping bag or a quilt or something over I the think, top of you. I think those are great. I think that it's kind of the best of both worlds. You don't have to sleep with a pad. Um, so you don't have to sit and like try to adjust 15 times over during the night. Um, and you've got that warmth. I, I think if, if you're going to do it, that's probably the way to go. Um, it's not enough to get me to do it personally. I just don't, it's, it's not an area of, backpacking that i want to expound upon i like tents again the shelter and the protection and the um reliability of a tent is just kind of unmatched and so for that reason i think that 
that's why I would always go for the tent. Um, if you are going to do it, though, I think an underquilt is definitely the way to go over a um, sleeping bag. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but then you also need a tarp to cover you from the rain above, like you said, the bug thing. Um, so, I mean, depending on the time of the year, if you're going in September, you don't have to worry about bugs. But if you're in July, then you're going to get eaten alive. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to kind of factor some of those things in. The one thing that um, that I've heard people complain about is, like, if, you, if you've got your hammock set up, on a, and it starts raining even if you have a tarp sometimes the water will run down your straps or other things mm -hmm. and so you need to have some way to stop that water from running into your hammock so it'll drip off before that happens and um some of those types of things you, to consider also what do you do with your pack what do you do with your other things if it's raining and stuff do you uh, do you hang it underneath from from your hammock underneath you underneath the the rain fly or do you find a good place with the pack cover or whatever but the some of those things that w when you have a tent that's easy but with a hammock you kind of have to consider some of that stuff i'm with you a little bit i think um i enjoyed i've enjoyed how i've slept in hammocks but uh i like the versatility of a tent i like the the weather protection and just the more reliable uh, weather protection i guess um, with that said, I've I've had great night's sleep in the mountains on a pad on the ground, and I've had miserable night's sleep. So yeah, so probably probably similar to a hammock, I guess. Um, to get the best night's sleep, do you find pulling your hammock as tight as you can get it so it lays as flat as possible? Is that a little yeah. slack in there? Little I slack, feel like yeah, a little slack in there, too tight and. Yeah, a little slack is what I've found to be my favorite way. Yeah, and then do you sleep in your bag or do you lay your bag over the top of you? Um, it depends on where I like in Havasu. I just um, laid my bag over. I actually strung since I have the Terra light. I strung the hammock through uh -huh. the um, sleeping bag and just kind of slept inside there. So it was basically like having an underquilt. Yeah. Um, was that claustrophobic or not bad? Not bad. Um, so maybe I've that's it, the answer. I've just done it the tear line. <laughs> exactly. I've done it both ways. I think I did it that way one night, and the other night I just draped over top of me. Um, so it just kind of depends on how warm it is. Yeah. yeah. I always unzip my sleeping bag and lay it over the top of me like a quilt anyway, even in a tent. Um, I found that works really well in a hammock because the edges of the hammock kind of wrap around the sleeping bag and sort of hold it in place. So even if I'm turning at night, it kind of stays put. So that worked pretty well. Anyway, so yeah, for those, I know that a lot of the hammock campers out there, hammock backpackers are like die hard mm -hmm. and um, won't. It says hammock or die on there. Right. They have a shirt that says that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they won't probably appreciate us um, siding on the side of tents. Tents suck. But, uh, <laughs> Hashtag. All right. <laughs> But uh, I think if we were to give advice to people who are getting into backpacking, maybe buy your tent first and then, you know, mess around with hammocks if you want to go that route. But but the tent is it's still necessary. Um, you're not always going to be in a place where you can set up a hammock. And, um, and you know, in some cases, a tent's just better. So, all righty. You guys yeah. have anything oh, to add? That's great. Cool. That was good. All right, well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. 
And uh, you can check us out on our website at gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Uh, right now we have our Father's Day sale going on, so it's worth checking that out. There's a code you'll find online. Happy Dad. Happy Dad, and that'll get you 20% off Dad products. Um, <laughs> dad products. Specific. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then you can follow us on uh, social media on YouTube. Search Gear 30 um, and uh, Instagram at gear underscore 30. And like us on Facebook. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you next time.